Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of our podcast. Um, today, we're going to be doing a little beginner's boot camp, is what we're going to call it, on the Bible. And um, I feel like we've kind of been talking to people, like aiming our conversations at people who may already know God and stuff. So we just want to apologize because we also want to talk to like people who don't know God or who are curious about God and like want to know him and stuff like that. So that's kind of what we're going to start on today. Yeah, but what we, we've been trying for the past couple of weeks is people who already know God, kind of encouraging them to go and bring people in to know God. But we haven't really been doing that ourselves with the podcast. So if you are new and are curious about God and listening to the podcast, this is the episode for you. Now, I want to start by saying that you know me and Mackenzie aren't bible scholars or anything like that absolutely not (laughs) hopefully in the future we can get you know maybe our pastor or youth minister on and talk to some of you all about that but i just wanted to start that off with saying that we are not bible scholars and are not you know proclaiming to know everything about the bible this is just kind of the stuff that you know we've picked up as we've made our journey into knowing christ and we really wanted to focus this episode on the Bible and how to kind of go about attacking it because there's a lot of different parts of the Bible, so many books, it's long, has a bunch of weird words if you have certain versions. So as far as the Bible, the first thing that I want to say is there's no right or wrong way to read the Bible. So if you want to open it up on page one and start reading from there, all the way to the very end that's fine if you want to skip around to different places in the bible and go about it that way you know that's good too you know there's no right or wrong way to read the bible yeah i guess for me (laughs) so the first time i had a bible i don't know maybe i was in like middle school or something and it was a king james version and i read genesis I had no idea what I read. I was like, what is going on? Those words are so complicated and stuff. So definitely like get a version that um, is easy to read. I mean, you can just Google that or whatever. What version do you have? Uh, the NIV version or New International Version. Is that what I have? I think so. I think so. Those are, that's a really easy version. Also the New Living Translation, I think is another really easy version. But you can just Google. There's different types of versions. There's different types of ways that the Bible was translated. Because if you don't know, the Bible was originally written in Hebrew and then translated into Greek. But with each translation, some of the words, because back in those days, you'd have a word and it could mean multiple different things. And so kind of like sun and sun, you know, whatever. Yeah. And um, I guess the I didn't read my Bible for like years and years and years, but... I think I got a Bible my junior or senior year in high school, and I wanted one that, well, I went to the Christian, like, bookstore with my mom, and I wanted one that was, like, easy to read, obviously, and there was this one that had, like, a bunch of pictures in it of Bible verses, like, decorated all cute, and some little space for notes and stuff, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's the one I'm gonna get, so I got that, and honestly... What I would do, like, because I had no idea how to read the Bible. And like you said, there's no right or wrong way to read it. And I mean, I don't read it every day like I wish I did. But, um, I mean, it's kind of hard to do that. But 
when I did read it starting off, um, this is what I did. It's kind of funny. I would just like open the Bible and whatever page it fell on, like that's what I would read. Or like I would look for little cute pictures of the Bible verses and I would read that one Bible verse and maybe like read a few other verses um, that were around it. But I mean, that's what I would do at first. And that worked for me at first. I got my one little Bible verse and I was like, okay, you know, I read the Bible, whatever. And that was good um, for me because I didn't really understand stuff. And I think if, if I would have tried to like read the Bible, like a full chapter or something, I would have just been like, what? But over time, like now I feel like I can read a little more. What does help me is um, now that I feel more comfortable reading the Bible, all YouTube you know, the story of Esther, that's what I'm reading now. Um, and I'll go on the Bible Project, which is a group on there, and they kind of give you, like, an overview of that and, like, what happens, the whole story, like, the context of it, because I feel like, I mean, Trey said once that if you look at the Bible, it's just, like, a bunch of words unless you, like, you know, know the context and, like, your heart's in the right place to read it and um, stuff like that. So, let's see. Yeah, so when you're first starting off, there's definitely, you know, better places to start than others. I mean, you don't want to jump straight into Leviticus and start reading about the laws that God has given them without knowing why in the world he's given them to you. So, you know, there's really five different sections of the Bible, and four of them are in the Old Testament. The first five verses of the Old Testament are called the Pentateuch which is not an important name, but that's just what they're called. And then you have a history section of the Bible, which is Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, and if your Bible has a, the additions to Esther, that as well. And then you go into the poetry and wisdom section. This is like Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. Then you have all of the prophets at the end of the Old Testament. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi. Those so are just... What, wait, I have a question. What are the prophets? So... Or who, whatever. <laughs> and, and that's a really good question. So, what they did in the Old Testament, especially at the end part of the Old Testament, is the prophets worked... For like the king, which is kind of detailed out in Kings, but there would be certain prophecies like the prophecy of Jesus being born to a virgin. That was a prophecy in the prophet section in the prophet section. And, you know, Jesus riding the donkey through the streets and palm leaves a week before his death, him dying, him coming back from the grave in three days like, all of this is prophesized. But prophets are basically people in the Old Testament who um, speak, you know, directly with God and were kind of God's teachers in the Old Testament before Jesus came down and made his disciples. Okay. Thanks. And then the fifth and final version is obviously the New Testament. So, um, Christians, we believe in the New Testament, and that's God's story. Um, the Jewish people, they do not believe in that, but the Old Testament, they do believe in. They just don't believe that Jesus was God's son. And so 
that's the distinction between Judaism and Christianity. That always confused me because I was like, wait, if like Jesus was a Jew, then why aren't we Jews? So <laughs> yeah, and it, but if you think about it, it makes sense. God, you know, He sent Jesus down to start, you know, Christianity. But to, it, to that time, it hadn't started yet. But once he died and was resurrected, then Christianity started. But until then, there was no Christianity. So, I mean, Jesus was, in fact, a Jew, which is kind of cool, I think. Yeah. So I went blank on this earlier, I was going to ask. But, like, why is it important to read the Bible? So it's important to read the Bible because that is God's connection to us. So God, especially in the New Testament through Jesus, gives us, you know, commands for how to live our life like in Christ. And so this is like our direct connection to God and what he tells us to do. You know, the Old Testament, there's a bunch of stories and how the early people dealt with God and they had never had a formed religion before. So I think that that's personally a good place to start in reading the Bible because they're similar to how we all started. And we have never had religion before. We don't really know how to have a relationship with God. And those people didn't either. And it's funny because we're reading about it in the Bible. You think, well, everyone in the Bible, you know, has a great relationship with God or whatever. Like, no, these people have never had any type of relationship for God. And he tells them, hey, this is what you need to do, and they don't do it very often. And so there's a bunch of stories like that that I think are good examples to young believers in that, you know, not everyone in the Bible is a perfect life. I mean, most people in the Bible did like were bad people before they yeah. knew God. Murderers. Yeah. Um, thieves, I mean. Murderers, everything. thieves, tax collectors, like the lowest of the low people. And so I think that that's good for young believers to see in that like you know these people messed up all the time they yeah. have no real idea what they're doing either so i'm not alone in my journey yeah and i feel like when i was um first like learning about god and stuff or when i actually like wanted to know about god and <laughs> i guess like was like okay i'm gonna do this thing like i'm going to trust in god and stuff um obviously it's a journey but i would see Christians or people at church and stuff and it kind of made me uncomfortable because I was like oh like I have to be perfect like they're perfect they know everything about the Bible everything about God and stuff and that is so not true <laughs> like we're just everyday people and you know we'll always be learning and growing in our faith and stuff and so yeah I just want to let people know that like if you're just starting out don't be intimidated by like you know, a pastor or worship leaders or people at church, like we don't have it all together. <laughs> we just try to put our faith in God and like trust him in what we do. So I wanted to start into how did we personally start reading the Bible? And you kind of touched on that yes, at the yes. beginning, but maybe when you were a little more grown up and ready to really start your relationship with God, how did you go about reading the Bible and stuff like that. Okay, so I do remember a few years ago, I was at FCA and these this couple spoke. They were like the guest speakers that night. And they were just like 
such lights. And so I texted them and asked, like, where do I start reading the Bible? Like, I don't know what to do. I just, like I said, I flipped to random pages and read one Bible verse. Um, like, I didn't know what to do. So this lady told me to read Proverbs because there's 31, I believe, um, in there. So, like, just reading one um, chapter. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> one chapter a day um, in Proverbs. And I remember I did that, but then I only got through like 15 of them. And I was like, then I went on this spell where I was like, didn't open my Bible for a while. Like, I feel like I kind of struggle with that. Like I would read my Bible, you know, a week or so in a row and then like wouldn't read it for a while. I would like feel guilty and then like that would prevent me from opening it again. But yeah, anyways, so I read Proverbs and then when I got back into it, um, I don't even remember what I read, but I feel like. I just kind of would like Google, <laughs> what should I read if I'm just starting out? And that's what I would do. What about you? And, and just to be clear, that is not a bad way to go. You know, <laughs> the, the internet, you know, there's a lot of craziness on the internet. But if you look at like multiple places on the internet and they have like a lot of things that are similar, like telling you where to start, you know, try it. Try it out. See if you like it. You might not. You might start out with something and you're like, okay, this is just way too much for me. I need something a little lighter to go with. So <clears throat> there's different places to start. Me, personally, I started reading the Gospels first, which is, if you don't know, the Gospel is the story of God. You know, born to a virgin, did a bunch of really great things, started Christianity, died on the cross, rose again and saved us from our sins. You know, that is the gospel, but there are four gospels. They're the first four books in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And they're all written, well, they're written obviously by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but they're, <laughs> they're different accounts of Jesus's story, you know, and they all come from different angles. But if you read all of them, you can kind of see how they're intertwined with each other. And so that's where I personally started reading the Bible. Yeah. And I think you touched on it earlier or maybe in a previous episode, but um, I, the, the other day I watched, what is it called? Why did I just forget the name? The Case for Christ. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. That was really good. Cause it talked about that and how like, I mean, 500 people or 500 different people or something crazy like that. Um, saw Jesus like after his resurrection and it just was like you know so much evidence into this stuff so I think that's a good video or good movie to watch as well yeah if you don't if you don't know just a quick synopsis the case for Christ so the guy was married he was married but he was like an atheist mm -hmm. and he was a news reporter and his wife died I think or left no. him she she started believing in God because um their daughter almost died. She was like choking and this lady like saved her and um that lady was a Christian was like, Oh, it was God, like and everything. So that's how the wife started going to church and believing in God and stuff. Yeah, and then he kinda got curious about it and he came about it like he was writing an article about you know, Jesus, you know, fact or fiction. And so he went into a deep dive on 
basically digging up everything he could about the just factual evidence about God. And he wrote it out on like a big room full of evidence. And it was basically like he was literally building like a case for why everything that's in the Bible is true. So it's a really good movie to watch. There's also a book if you prefer reading. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. So I know we kind of started two different ways reading the Bible and stuff. So what do you recommend for people that have never read the Bible or want to start reading or something like that? So I think a really good place to start is with the Gospels. It kind of gives you, you know, Jesus's story. But also, like I said earlier, I think starting with, you know, Genesis. Genesis is a really good place to start because that is like the you know, the, the very beginning, like God created everything and then threw people together. And this is kind of what happened. <clears throat> I think after Genesis, you know, Exodus is, is a good book to continue into, but then you get into Leviticus and numbers and Deuteronomy. And that is really, you know, heavy for new believers to start reading. But I think Genesis and Exodus is a good place to start. And then you might want to move on to maybe the gospels or, you know, something in the middle. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say, like, start with John. I'm not sure why, but... <laughs> John's a good one. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I've read, like, most of the New Testament, but I've definitely not read, like, the whole Bible. I've read Genesis, um, but you said you've read the whole Bible. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. I have not. Like, I want to try to do that one day, but I just, like, I have tried doing those plans where it's, like, read the Bible in 365 days and it has like um, stuff for you to read every day and stuff. I mean, there's so many different ways to read it. I never could do that because I would, I would follow that plan for like two weeks and then be like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, I like to just jump around and ran, read uh, random <laughs> books of the Bible. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think it's definitely easier to read stuff that you're interested in. So if you're interested in, you know, how everything started, then read that. If you're interested in, you know, reading some stories about God sending plagues down on people, you know, read Exodus. <laughs> if you want to read about, you know, combat and war, I mean, there's stuff about King David that's pretty, pretty cool. And, and there's a bunch of different things that you can check out in the Bible. Yeah. Um, I know last year when I was going through everything, I was like, what are some books to read when you're going through a hard time? Or, um, for healing and stuff. And so I read that and it just, I mean, there was so many verses that I could relate to, which really helped me. So I think that's why I kind of just like jump back and forth around uh, the Bible. But I mean, that works for me and something different might work for you. So just finding out like what works best and you'll be able to read more, like once you get more comfortable with it and like grow your relationship with God. So I think it's inevitable when going through this and reading the Bible, that you're going to have questions. So what do you do when you have questions? I ask you. <laughs> I like most of the time I ask Trey and if he's like reading to me, I feel like I'm interrupting every second, but I just like want to know the answer or like what is going on and stuff. And when he's like reading the Bible to me, I'm like, okay, like, why are they doing this? Uh, when was this written? Like, 
that doesn't make sense to me. Like, who are these people? Who are the Gentiles? Or like, you know, like, what are all these people doing? Or I don't really understand that. Like, can you help me? Or I guess if I'm reading by myself, like, I'll watch that YouTube video, like I was saying, or just, I mean, literally Google it. That's what I do a lot. Or there's this thing called Enduring, the Enduring Word. It's like an app. And, um, or you just type it in on Google as well. And it kind of like explains stuff for you. But what do you do when you have questions? I don't know. You're pretty smart. So you're pretty good at like figure out what it means and stuff. But yeah, I, I, you know, went to a Christian college. So I have more of a background in under like how to understand the Bible. But I have a lot of questions as well. And I think that is where you need to get plugged into a church. Because that can really help you out. You know, Google is a great resource and Google can really (laughs) help you a lot. And I love Google. But connecting with a church and like people will help you out way more than Google will. Like you can find information on Google and it'll help you with information. But the context of everything that you can get from talking to a pastor or something about that or something like that is irreplaceable. Like Google cannot replicate that. Now I understand that that is intimidating to a lot of people. And if you're a new believer, I understand that that's intimidating. So Google definitely (laughs) is the way to go. But after a little bit and you start getting more comfortable and realize that, wow, everyone has questions regardless of who you are. Shoot. Even my pastor has questions about the Bible. Then maybe you get connected with a church and with a pastor because they would love to talk to you about that. Yeah, I can relate to that because I've been going to this Bible study group um, maybe like on and off the past two months because <laughs> um, some stuff has came up. But I think it's really cool when I'm surrounded by all these women and, you know, we all kind of have the same questions or we're all going through something similar or we all just get to share our stories and you realize like you're not alone and so many people are going through the same stuff as you and they can just really lift you up and like you bounce ideas off each other that could help like move you to, towards God and um, just help you on your journey. It's really important to have community community and that's something like I didn't really have till I mean I started going to this group. I went to like this other Bible group one time but that was when I was like not really comfortable talking about it and stuff so I just sat there but um now I feel like I'm more comfortable when people have questions and stuff like answering the questions and um yeah so I feel like playing into a church is definitely good I don't even go to that church but I mean I go to this group on Tuesday nights and you know they're happy to have me and it's great to be surrounded by people yeah so as we wrap up this episode um, we're not going to have Bible verses for you, but what I... Wait, I have one. <laughs> okay, we have one. I want to share this one. So it's Ephesians uh, 2, 8 through 9. And it is, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But... um. My challenge for you all is go and read a chapter in the Bible that you've never read before or something that you're curious about. You know, get on Google, look something up and, you know, read it. And I want you to send in a comment or an email 
on our podcast or on Instagram or obviously our email on what your favorite verse from that chapter was. And I want to be able to read some of the verses out loud on the podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, I have one more quick question. So we talked about the Bible and stuff. Another important element um, of just like learning about God or like talking to God and stuff is praying. So can you just share a little bit of like, I guess maybe how to pray or what that is and like why that's important? Well, I think the best way to start with prayer is the Lord's Prayer. Um, You know, God realized that, you know, the people didn't know how to pray. You had the priest of the corrupt church that would sit there and say just these eloquent lamentations for, you know, 30 minutes. He's like, you know, that's not how we're supposed to do it. So he gave us, it's called the Lord's Prayer. You can look it up in Google. And it basically goes down exactly how you're supposed to pray. So it's not just saying those words over and over again, but it's... Yeah, you don't have to like recite the Lord's Prayer. It's just an example. No, it's, it's a, it's <laughs> a model prayer of, you know, thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for what you've given to me. You know, f- please forgive the people who have come against me as I'm going to forgive everyone that I've come against, you know, stuff like that. And it just goes down exactly how you're supposed to pray. And I think that's a really good place to start about prayer because prayer is us having a conversation with God. And it should be how like you are talking to like your friend. Um, everyone like has relationships with friends in real life, but they think of the relationship with God as something different. And it's really the same. Like God is your friend. He's helping you through all of this in your life. So just talk to him like you would a friend. Yeah, I think that's important. Like, it's good to have, like, the structure. But also, like, I mean, there's also not, like, oh, I have to pray this way or something. Just, I mean, just pray. Just talk like you were saying. Like, he's a friend. Like, just say whatever comes to your mind. Um, and that that's kind of what I do. <laughs> I've just been talking about whatever and just going on and on. Um, so, yeah, just anyway just anyhow um just say whatever comes to mind and talk to god and i mean keep asking him stuff and he will either answer or save it for later or something so yeah that's just kind of you know prayer simplified and once again if you're unclear google (laughs) is a great resource i know it sounds funny but google is a great resource to you know, look stuff up on the Bible. Yeah. So send us those verses and hope to talk to you next week.